Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. So welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. I hope that you've all had a wonderful week and that you enjoyed the first episode in our Marriage and Partnership series with Wendy Capewell. I'm hoping you came out with some nuggets and some really great insights the way that I did. And we're going to continue on with the series this week where we're speaking with Ingrid Galloway. So we've previously talked about some of the basics on relationship with a big focus on communication. And one of the areas that we hear a lot about and that many of us in relationship can fear is infidelity. So I wanted to dig into that one a little bit more. It's something that I get a lot of questions around and I've had people ask and reach out if I could do an episode on. So I wanted to touch on this. So what if it happens to us? How do we move forward And do we move forward together? Those are some of the questions that can come up in that space. So I'm happy to dig into this a little bit more as part of our Marriage and Partnership series with Ingrid Galloway. Ingrid is a relationship coach and a spa therapist at Kayangan in Australia. Today, we are going to hear her thoughts on common issues in relationship like infidelity, how to build and rebuild trust, and how to make it work, but also when it might be time to move on. So keep in mind that all of this conversation is really just food for thought, definitely not meant to be personal advice. Make sure that if you are dealing with some of these issues that you are seeking professional help specific to your situation. So thanks again for turning tuning into part two of this Marriage and Partnership series, and I hope you enjoy this conversation with Ingrid Galloway. So welcome, Ingrid, to the podcast. I'm so happy to connect with you today. Thank you, Sarah. Really happy to jump on um, this recording. Yay. That's great. So why don't we start with you providing a bit of a background about how you got into relationship coaching? Yes, certainly. So I came to um, Australia, specifically Sydney, when I was um, 21 and to get married to my first husband. And unfortunately, after 10 years um, married, um, I left the relationship because it was an abusive relationship. And uh, the good thing um, out of that is I managed to heal myself in my self-healing journey. You know, I went to see a couple of therapists, went to several um, self-development seminars to heal myself and change my paradigm, my perspective. And then I went to um, college, go back to college to study counseling and life coaching. And straight away, I knew that I would be a coach, not a counselor, and my niche would be in relationship. So definitely, uh, there's a lot of pain with divorce and uh, abusive marriage. However, uh, the good news is uh, it brought me to my path, my purpose. Wow, yeah, that makes a lot of sense and and glad that you've been able to take kind of a negative situation and and turn it into something that's really guiding you in your life. 
What are some of the common issues or challenges that you often see as a relationship coach? Mm. Uh, number one, I will say communication, and then um, number two, intimacy. Number three, infidelity, and number four, I will say money issues. Ah, okay. I wouldn't have thought of the money issues one, but obviously, yeah, that's such a big, big issue. Um, And so one of the things you touched on that you wanted to be a coach, not a counselor, what are the benefits really to coaching versus Mm -hmm. maybe even counseling or also trying to work through your issues as your own on your own? Mm. Um, So in plain language, I normally say to people who don't know the difference between counseling and, and coaching. Counseling typically uh, focus on the now and the past. So it's very good for trauma, things like that. Um, and uh, coaching normally focus on the now and the future because we like to um, set goals, stepping stone towards the goals, you know, man- manifesting the, uh, the life that you dream about. Um, however, because I studied both, I understand the importance of unpacking the baggage from the past, but not stay there, not stay in the victim sort of mode, um, but carrying people through um, manifesting their future that they deserve. And when uh, you try to work issues on your own, well, you only know what you know. You know, if you have limited knowledge, then you can only provide limited solution to your problems. And I reckon by having a coach, you will have another set of eyes and ears looking and listening objectively into your issues. Because, you know, where, when you're in pain, it's, it's really hard to be objective, isn't it? Um, and as a coach, I am trained to ask better questions so you can tap into your inner wisdom better and quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And probably like more methodically, I would think like a little bit more of a, maybe a path compared to doing it on your own. Yeah, because <laughs> when, when we're frantic, we just jump from one thing to another. And by having a, a objective uh, view, point of view, then um, you will be a bit more organized in how you think. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And so I'm doing um, a marriage or partnership series um, to talk about kind of this key relationship that many of us have in our lives. And I've done a few interviews now, um, one sort of focused on the challenges generally, and especially communication, which you mentioned. Um, And then I wanted to move into um, infidelity, which we do know is you know, very common, I don't want to say common, but it it is something we often hear about as a challenge in relationships. And I mean, I know there can be different types of infidelity that can occur as well. So I wondered if you could kind of talk to us a little bit more about that challenge in particular, um, maybe the different types, what are some of the warning signs? Yes, certainly. So infidelity can vary from emotional or physical or both. So not all infidelity resulting in an intercourse for someone, for example, that is not your intimate partner. So um, cases varies uh, definitely from one case to another case. And in terms of warning signs, um, uh, for example, number one, lack of time together with your partner. 
So uh, why suddenly you don't have time for me? Uh, number two, lack of focus during time together. So even though you're physically together, but your partner is thinking about someone else, for example. Um, number three, lack of intimacy. Your partner suddenly becomes cold towards you because normally, uh, you know, you're hot and heavy uh, for each other, towards each other, and then suddenly, oh, you know, ice. <laughs> uh, number four, financial area doesn't add up. So money starts to go missing because they start spending money on the other person. Um, number five, keeping a lot of secrets from you. So not all the warning signs that I mentioned uh, must be leading to signs of infidelity. Not always, yeah? You have to have an open discussion with your partner to really know that, well, they are actually cheating. Or maybe, just maybe, they are, ha they are having imbalance of the sacral chakra, uh, the, the symptoms of imbalance sacral chakra will be in, in my book. Uh, you can read it in my book, Reclaim Your Inner Goddess. Um, so my advice is don't jump into conclusion. You need to separate your rumination and worries with facts. So look for the proofs, the facts. Mm, okay. Yeah. So don't yeah take these warning signs and just run with them for sure. It's it's something that you need to to confirm. That makes a lot of sense. And so I guess I'm wondering once maybe a couple has um, come across this, maybe it's been confirmed. Mm. How do you mm. really coach that couple to move forward um, if they do say decide to stay together and and try to rebuild that trust? Because I would imagine that that's probably the the heart of that issue um, in trying to move forward. That's right, yes. So if you are the perpetrator, um, number one, it is advisable to remove situation. Well, sorry, number one would be to say sorry, <laughs> to show your mm -hmm. partner that uh, you are remorseful, you regret what you did. Uh, show that to your partner, yeah? Because uh, otherwise... Um, she or he will think, ah, tomorrow you'll do it again. Right. Uh, what's the point, okay, right? Uh, so it is advisable, um, secondly, to remove all situation or words that can trigger the loss of trust, such as cutting communication with the other party that you um, uh, cheated with, right? Mm. Um, and then lastly, uh, full transparency, such as uh, financial statements, for example, or text messages, for example. So you know each other's financial uh, situation. You're not hiding anything from anyone. And in terms of messages as well, you, uh, initially, you know, if they ask, you know, show me your text message because I haven't yet built my trust again uh, with you. So be transparent here. I have nothing to hide. You know, you're most welcome to have a look at my uh, text message, I haven't contacted that person again. Um, and for the victim, number one, you need to allow your partner to prove themselves. If they say they're sorry, you know, uh, if they said they're, uh, they regret what, you, what they did, um, allow themselves to prove themselves that they are worthy of your trust again. I know it's painful, but if you keep turning it down or you keep shaming them, just put them in the guilt and shame forever, your partner will lose hope in trying to commit uh, to earn your trust. It's, it's tiring, right? When, when you mm. keep being put down by someone else, who wants to live in that space? 
Um, and number two, you need to engage a professional to heal yourself. It's painful. Probably your partner is um, very triggering for you right now because they did this to you. So mm. um, you need to engage a professional to help heal yourself. And for both, definitely you need to engage with a professional to help heal the relationship, not just the self. Okay, so yeah, I'm hearing there's different work there. There's sort of the self-work, then also the mm. relationship work. Um, mm. and, and the self-work maybe for both? Like, is that part of it, figuring out yeah. what happened? Or, I don't definitely, know. definitely. Yeah. yeah, because say, for example, for the perpetrator, that can be um, because of baggage that they carry from childhood, for example. So they keep wanting to attract other people's attention, not just the partner, the, the official intimate partner, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the victim, obviously, they're hurt, uh, angry, uh, they're grieving. Um, they need help, extra help to heal themselves. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, those are great, great tips for sure. Um, and so I guess I'm also thinking about maybe that couple that's going through something like this, or maybe even something else. And they're at that point where they're not sure about working through the issue and the relationship or possibly looking at moving on. How do you start yes. with a couple like that? Who's, who's kind of in that great Yes, definitely. Uh, this happens a lot, especially in the beginning. You know, they're in shock and uh, they certainly question a lot of questions in their mind. Uh, not sleeping. Should I uh, just leave them? Should I uh, work on it? Uh, so you can start by checking the level of love that you have for each other. Um, some people already know cutthroat straight away. No, that's it. That is my deal breaker. Once you cheat on me, goodbye. That's it. No, no leeway about it. All right. The heart uh, suddenly uh, becomes super cold and there's no way I have no space for you in my life whatsoever anymore. That's it. Okay. That's easier, right? However, for some people, uh, they still have a lot of love for each other. You know, check the level of remorse also from the perpetrator. Um, after you find out about the infidelity, there need to be a level of guilt um, and shame as an indication that they regret this particular action. So then you can heal it. So if you still have a big level of love for each other, there is a better chance for you to get back together. Um, I'm sure you have heard of the term unconditional love before. Mm-hmm. Um, unconditional love is the hardest form of love to apply, just like a mother's love. You know, um, it doesn't matter how damaged the baby is, uh, the mother still love the baby, right? Um, so how do you love a person unconditionally that has hurt you so badly? Um, it's, it's not logical. It, it only can be felt. So <laughs> it's very hard for me to uh, describe it in words, right? But you can feel it. Um, in many cases, couples stay in the comfortable zone or the friend zone for years. It's not ideal, but they are not in a ton of pain. And unfortunately, 
or fortunately, depending on how you view it, by experiencing infidelity, it becomes the quote-unquote the rock-bottom moment that often slap them on the face, kick them on the butt, wake them up to reality that they both need to change and grow in love. So, yeah, deep inside, if they want to work on it, both need to want to get back into the relationship. Maybe one party wanted more than the other party because the uh, the other party, especially the victim, is still hurting, grieving, angry, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But at least there's an inclination that ideally both would like to get back together. It is a difficult decision, I know, but it is possible if you want to work on it. Uh, but, you know, if the perpetrator keeps cheating, then excuse me, I'm not a doormat, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that's the door, out you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, when they need to move on, in my opinion, another thing is if there's violence in the relationship. Um, right. Um, I'm not into violence, so... Uh, I just say, hey, let the violent person heal themselves first before any having any kind of relationship. Um, yeah, thanks, goodbye. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, it doesn't matter how many years you've been together. Uh, to me, it, this is a key indicator of how you can sort of like uh, determine whether you should move on or you should work on it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So whether it's a long time or a shorter time, that level of love is kind of the big, the big piece. Mm, yeah. It's not and about so, how many years you've been together. No. Yeah. I, I guess that sort of leads into the next piece. I wondered if there are certain, certain situations that, you know, there's more likely that people would move on versus relationship. I mean, moving on, you said obviously the violent piece. Um, mm. And, and I guess it would be then a low level of love would be the most likely that then you would you would kind of coach them to move uh yeah when when they are almost immediately certain okay my biggest deal breaker is infidelity that's it there's no way I can forgive this uh I have no space for you in my life anymore that's it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, you should you should move on that's quite cutthroat in my in my opinion, then uh, cool, no problem. Move on. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, be it counselors or coaches, they talk a lot about kind of doing the work and willing to work on it. And so what does that look like? Is it a lot of conversations? Is it, you know, some private work, like I'm thinking journaling or something? Or are there specific exercises that you would coach a couple to go through? I'm just kind of wondering if you could expand on kind of the tools. Yes, certainly. Uh, so one-on-one coaching is what I do most in, in this instant is, um, yeah, I have a bag of tools in my toolbox and I will help them work into uh, you know, various uh, areas, issues that they have in their life. Communication is one, for example. Uh, inner work, for example. Um guided meditation, for example, because they're both highly stressed. So I make them relax first so they can be more open to listen and to share. Because some parties can say just like, uh, yes, no, you know, one one word answer, which doesn't disclose anything. So uh, as a coach, I'm trying to 
you know, uh, help someone that is quite cold or don't know how to communicate to open up, become more relaxed and open up. So then the conversation flows, communication go better, uh, things like this. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like that. That makes a lot of sense, the meditation and, and things to kind of get things moving along and chatting to actually happen. That sounds, that sounds good. I also noticed on your website that you do inner child work and you sort of talked about this, I think, when you were talking a little bit about healing past. Um, mm -hmm. But can you tell us a little bit more about inner child work? Yes, certainly. Um, as I mentioned, everyone has baggage and highly likely the baggage came from their childhood, perhaps from um, how they have been conditioned by their parents or their main caregiver back then. Some parents love their children and make them grow into well-balanced adults. But unfortunately, some stunted their children's growth for whatever reason. And most of the time, they're not aware of it. And unfortunately, this becomes a scar or baggage that you carry to adulthood. And uh, unfortunately, during our adulthood, we show symptoms of this, you know, um, uh, things are triggering, we react to so many things that our partner thinks like, why the hell is he or she, you know, uh, do that or say that, you know, where did that come from, right? Uh, it can come from, from the childhood. So therefore, it is important to learn how to reparent yourself because you can only change yourself and you can't change the other people. You know, if you want to change your parent or your main caregiver for whatever they have done in the past, then you are delusional <laughs> because we can't change other people. So um, sometimes going back to, to cheating now, uh, cheating is driven by the wounded um, inner child trying desperately to get love they needed from their parents. And they keep trying different people because they didn't realize that they actually have walls up. They don't allow the love, true love from their partner to really penetrate their soul. That's why they keep looking elsewhere. Ah, okay. That makes sense. So kind of a way to get in there and do some of that deeper work. And so that can then manifest in our marriage and our partnership and, and be kind of the root of different pieces. Definitely. Yes. That's great. Okay. And so um, maybe you would then coach a couple, but then also have them do inner child work sort of separately. Is that how it would go? I like them to do it together, ah, actually, okay. by having the partner there in the room, kind of like a triad, a triangle. Um, so they can be the observer and someone that just provides space. Now, couples need to learn how to provide space for each other. And ideally, they learn from this um, coaching relationship in the room, or um, I do through Zoom as well, not just uh, people coming to my clinic. Uh, you can learn how to provide space to just, to just listen and don't listen to react or re listen to respond. No, listen to understand. And there's a lot of lesson, uh, a lot of learning in that listening to understand, yes, to provide a, a safe space so your partner doesn't feel that they become, uh, they are being attacked all the time by you. And that's, that's a very, very good space um, to learn from. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I could see, you know, in those cases of infidelity that, you know, one partner might be more in that sort of grieving, blaming piece. And, and so the attacking yes. and then maybe some of that inner child work would, would maybe help to give them the why, I guess. Yes. Yes, it's it's like a Pandora box. <laughs> you don't know what what you're getting uh, until you open it. And it's like, oh wow! I just realized that this is came from this. This is this is why you behave this way. Mm. It holds a lot of answers to to a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, is that done through things like meditation, or is it like a series of questions that you work through with the couple? Through one-on-one coaching, yeah. And sometimes I uh, give a tool of uh, my book as well, Reclaim Your Inner Goddess, because it's full of uh, practical tools, you know, by using the principle of uh, chakra. Me and my book partners will help you navigate um, ways to recognize the imbalances in your life, um, such as, you know, how inspired you feel, the general joy and pleasure in life, satisfaction in romantic relationship, and your ability to express your emotions. A lot of men cannot express their emotions, for example. And the, the closest emotion that they are familiar with is anger. So when they communicate, they're just angry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. And you can you can learn how to balance this. Yes. Uh, okay. No, that sounds like a really interesting book. And so, Inner Goddess, but is it it's still for males and females then? Yeah. Reclaim your inner goddess. I mean, uh, the seven of us wrote it um, originally for female, but male also can benefit definitely. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Perfect. So I think, yeah, this has given us so much, especially on the topic of infidelity, but then, you know, also just general um, relationship information and um, on some of that inner child work. So before we wrap up, are there any other key pieces of advice or tips or tools that you would want to share? Sure. Um, Just bear in mind that sometimes separation is healthy to allow space to heal and work on ourselves, as long as the intention of the separation is not to look for another partner, you know, that means that we need to set boundaries for ourselves. Okay, I'm I'm allowing myself to separate for some time uh, to heal. Um, In terms of building trust, well, um, ultimately, you just need to jump off that cliff, you know. Uh, there's not the right time, the right moment, um, the right action that my uh, partner who just cheated on me to do. Ultimately, you just need to jump. There's a possibility that you may get hurt again, yes, but what if the reward of jumping open you up to a better world for your relationship and yourself, you know? Uh, What if? So get professional help to connect more with your heart and not dwelling in your head because when you're hurting oh you're so much in your head and you can't you can't get any clarity and mm-hmm. another tool to get clarity between the head and the heart is meditation by going within ourselves being still eventually you will get clarity with what you need to do with your relationship especially in terms of infidelity yeah Mm, yeah, that's a great tip. Um, are there certain types of meditation that you really like? Or is it can it just be, you know, the, the type where you're sitting quietly? Um, I like 
Calm app for guided meditation. Mm. Uh, that's my preference. And also uh, just focusing on the breath also. It's very good. Yeah, because our mind is, our brain is created to think, obviously, and to keep us safe. And so just uh, by gently, gently letting go of any thoughts, uh, we're, we still will be thinking about, you know, different things, but gently, gently going still and just focusing on the breath that really helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, you mentioned about jumping off and, and trying to build that trust. I guess that would be mm-hmm. whether you stay in the current relationship or even in a future, right? Like you would still probably have that trust issue that then you would have to eventually just try to, to work through, right? That's correct. Yes. Because as I said, ultimately, you just need to jump off that cliff. If you leave this current partner that uh, cheated on you and then you uh, you open yourself up to another relationship, uh, if you really want a deep and meaningful relationship, you need to be vulnerable and you need to trust that new person. Uh, How to trust that new person if you've been hurt before? Sometimes you just need to take that chance Mm -hmm. because the reward Mm -hmm. is you may get the, the biggest love of your life. Right. If that's what you want. Yes. Oh, yes. It's all so tricky, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Very. (laughs) The matter of the heart is very tricky. (laughs) Yeah. But it's possible. It's possible. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, So thank you so much for your time. How can listeners find out more about you, whether it's online or through social media? What are the best places? Yeah, not a problem. Uh, So I provide you with link uh, to my Facebook, uh, my YouTube channel has a lot of podcasts that I did with, you know, some other uh, guests. Um, My website is there as well. So you can share it, um, Sarah, with Mm -hmm. your listeners. And also I open up for your listeners to, to have a um, free chat with me so book it on my calendly link and um, we can see whether we are a good match to work with each other that's great and what is your clinic called yeah clinic? it is called no, kayangan kayangan okay great yes <laughs> that's perfect which means heaven it's it's from heaven. ancient yeah ancient javanese language um, it means heaven wonderful that sounds great i'm sure <laughs> people are always happy for that <laughs> Thank you. Thank wonderful. You so much. Well, thank you so much, Ingrid, for your time and um, and your wonderful points today. Thank you. I hope uh, your listeners find it useful. Absolutely. Thank you so much to Ingrid Galloway for this exciting episode. I loved digging into a lot of the conversation around trust and rebuilding trust. And, you know, we focused on infidelity, but really trust can come in many areas where it can be challenged. And I mean, she talked about um, different types of infidelity as well. There's beyond um, the one that we classically think about of, you know, cheating. There's financial infidelity, emotional infidelity, tons of different things that can bring up trust. And I think that that was a great conversation. She had some really good tips about how to kind of move forward in those situations. I also loved hearing about the inner child work. I think this is something that is really interesting. I would love to get even another person and do a full episode on inner child work. I think it's so fascinating and something that many of us could um 
benefit from and and that you know certainly that we're interested in hearing more about. Um, if you are looking to connect with Ingrid, she did mention that she can be found on Facebook, YouTube. Also, she's has her website. So I'm sure if you just go to Google and you Google Ingrid Galloway, you'll be able to connect with all of these different places. But if you want to find her in a few different places, you can find her on Instagram at at K-A-H-Y-A-N-G-A-N underscore wellness, as well as her website, www.kayangan.com.au. And I believe she's also very available through Facebook. So feel free to reach out to Ingrid in any of those ways and connect with her following this episode. Once again, I really appreciated her time and her approach, and I think um, it's it was great to connect with her today. So hopefully you're still enjoying this marriage and partnership series. We will be back next week where we're going to focus on intimacy and learn a lot more about that from a medical doctor who changed her focus to focus on relationships and intimacy, and she's going to give us all of her insights there. So again, I hope you're having a great fall and looking forward to connecting with you again in the future. Thanks a lot and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind, this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can follow me on social media, Instagram and TikTok at Sarah Lady Gluten or Facebook, Sarah underscore Gluten Free Lady. You can also visit my website, which includes author information, speaking information, and more info on the podcast at www.se-german.com. If you like the podcast, please feel free to review the podcast on your favorite platform and also subscribe because it means that it will show up for you every week on your favorite podcast platform. Also, we've just started to have the ability to support the podcast. You can find this link in my Instagram bio or visit Kofi, ko-fi.com slash learning to slay the beasts. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.